his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Yay, networks. It's Justin and Nick. They're on a podcasting kick. They're gonna talk a lot, so shut up. Welcome to the Shut Up Podcast, the number one podcast in the world. The most downloads, I, I hear. We have the most in the entire world. We're the number one, baby. Ranked that? on Spotify, Apple, and yeah. wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, wherever you get your uh, fine podcast. Number one. How y'all doing so over get, here? Get ready for that A-plus content. What the hell? Winning. What? what I can't believe at? after all this, they're back together. Who? My butt cheeks. <laughs> what? Where did you just come from? What? I what? know. Uh, excuse I was, me. I saw a joke. I saw a joke, Nick, and it says, "What the hell?" After I said it wrong. Oh. After all this shit, they're still back together. <laughs> Who? My butt cheeks. <laughs> you fell for it, but I should have said shit. I didn't want to, knock, but knock. now I did. Knock knock. Who there? Yoda Leahy. Who's Yoda Leahy? Yoda Leahy. Who? <laughs> 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 Pretty good one. Pretty yeah, good one, right? Uh, yeah. lay he who? Lay he <laughs> I like that one a lot. Justin, how was your trip back home? Seeing mama, seeing sissy? Oh, that's actually um a good question. Yeah. Uh yeah. I was thinking about it all weekend. I was like, I bet Justin's hanging out with his kin kinfolk right now. My kinfolk. Yeah, it was actually me and my mom and my sister. We were all back together in the house, um, and we all haven't been together since my dad's funeral. Mm -hmm. So it was a emotional time, yeah. and uh, my mom. So it's my mom's birthday. She just uh, she just turned forty nine. Yeah, your parents were young when they started having kids, right? Yeah, they they had me when they were twenty. Mm -hmm. So twenty year old parents is when they had a baby. I couldn't. I'm, I'm twenty. I'm about to be twenty eight. I couldn't even imagine having an eight year old right Can now. You, and you would have. And how old was your sister? Oh yeah, they had two kids. They had two yeah. kids at your. My age. sister's three years younger than I am. So yeah, they had two mm -hmm. babies just to feed. Oh, that's crazy. But my mom, she all she wanted was for us to help her organize the house because she had a lot of my dad's stuff mm -hmm. and she didn't know what to do with it. She didn't know what she should keep, what she should throw away, and she wanted me and my sister to have an opportunity to at least say, "Hey, I want that. Hey, I don't want that. Let's yeah. give that away or something." Mm -hmm. So we definitely helped her clean. I had to help her clean the garage, and we just basically organized all my dad's tools. And my mom was had a like a small skinny walkway with things in the walkway from where she parked her car and how to get into the house. Right. So she was, it was like a death trap almost. Yeah. Or like she could trip and just fall, you know? So she was like, I just need something more than a walkway in that garage. So we yeah. cleaned that up. And then my dad's office where he had all of his pins and papers and stuff like that. We had to help uh, go through all that stuff. And that that's where it got me and my sister because we opened this box that my dad had from his offices that he had whenever he had a job. Mm -hmm. 
and he it was like folders and all the important stuff that he would keep and some of them were letters of recommendation from other past employers just mm. giving him nothing but praise and like mm -hmm. love and so we read a couple of those and just how many people's lives he touched and inspired were really beautiful and on another envelope we pulled out these drawings that were laminated and they were drawings that my sister made for my dad oh. when she was like three and two years old. And instead of, you know, like tossing them away or putting them away, he, he laminated them yeah. and kept them in his desk. And he moved it from office to office. And had them, and That's he cool. always had them with him. And uh, we, that just broke me and my sister yeah. to like shreds. And so it was, yeah, it was very emotional. I got a lot of his clothes and his jackets and I'm wearing one of his sh shirts right now. All right. Mm -hmm. And uh, my, my mom, she's an Aquarius. So she like, she Shout thinks out. she can multitask, but she's doing, she, she, she like starts one thing and then moves on to another thing and starts that. So she'll have like 10 different things going on <laughs> instead of focusing on one thing until it's completed. Oh yeah. Uh, that's not how I work. I'm like, let's focus on one thing. So we're in the office and she's like in the other rooms opening up closets and drawers right. just trying to get it all out there. I'm like, wait. Hold on. Hold we're on. in the office right now. Yeah, we're in the office. Why are we in your bedroom and through all the drawers? Like, That's kind of like me. It's like, okay, I'm going to clean up the pile in my bedroom. Then I'm going to clean up a pile in the garage. Then I'm going to clean up a pile in the laundry room. Right. When I should just focus on one room at a time. Right. Yeah. That's how my boyfriend Daniel is too. He's an Aquarius. And Me so too. we had, yeah. We're all ADD. That's a maybe that's what I it is. I think that's what, yeah. That, he said he had AD, he, he was diagnosed with ADD. I, did too. I, had, uh, I don't want to one up him, but ADHD over here. Oh, wow. Shout out Riddling okay. Kid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Riddling uh -huh. Kid. Mm -hmm. Well, so me and my boyfriend, we had like laundry to fold and it's all on the bed. And it was like three loads of laundry on the bed that we were like, that I was, I started folding, and he gets in there and he like looks at the pile, and to him that was a lot. So he was like, "You know what? That's a lot of clothes. I'm gonna go into my closet and get rid of the clothes that I don't wear anymore. That way, we have more room for these clothes on our bed." I'm like, "No, no, no. Let's Put these away. Let's get. Let's. This is the important task right here. So let's take care of this first, mm -hmm. and then go to do what you wanted to do later because that's not important. Because you know what happens when you go into the closet? You just stare. <laughs> yep. You just sit and stare for five minutes. You're not. I mean, you feel like you're doing something, but you're not doing anything. Yeah. Man. And I think what it is with like him, probably you and my mom, is that like looking at a pile of things where you don't know where they go confuses you or gives you like a lot of um, anxiety because sure. you don't know where to put it and. So you just try to figure out something that you think you can do. <laughs> Avoid it. Avoid it. <laughs> do something else. Right. Exactly. So I was I was dealing with that with my mom and I was laughing the entire time through it, but uh, and crying too. But yeah, yeah, we we definitely and I got to see my uh, my cousins as well. It was a it was a very emotional experience, but um, I'm glad I was there for a little my therapeutic, mom. little therapeutic, therapeutic sorting yeah. through things. We cried a lot and. I don't, I don't know. Like, you know how people say that there's psychics or they can, they can feel uh, energies sure. and stuff like that. I've never, I've always like called it hocus pocus or whatever, because mm -hmm. I never believed it. But like, we're at the house and we're cleaning up and we're listening to music and all of a sudden the music changes and none of us are by the phone where the music changes. It skips a song. Hmm. And then we're like, what? And then it skips another song. Hmm. And then finally, it's playing um, This Girl's on Fire by Alicia Keys. Okay. My mom and my sister love that song so much. My dad would love listening to them mm. sing that song. 
And we're like, who's changing the music? And then Raymond's like, I think it's Justin. My mom's like, no, Justin's not even by the phone. Mm. And then we, me and my mom look at each other and we're like, it's dad yeah. changing the music because my dad was always in charge of the music. He wants to hear songs. his girl sing. Yeah, exactly. And That's so cool. my mom I start singing. And then after my mom's like, I feel like he's here. Yeah. I feel like he's here. And I like just smiled and laughed and I was like, hey, dad. And I didn't like I didn't hear it in my ear, but I felt it. And it was like it was like I know he was saying it. He was like, hey, Bubba, that's because my that's what my mm -hmm. dad called me. And like it just it felt so real in that moment. Like I, I I I felt him, too, in that moment. And then I just broke down again. It's like. I don't I know he's gone mm -hmm. but I I definitely believe in an afterlife and mm -hmm. like uh like our our spirits still exist somewhere in whatever force. Yeah. And so I don't know I just felt like he was here. He was just popping in to say hey. Yeah and say that hey. he loves us and He likes seeing you guys together. That's and, awesome. And the the only other time I've ever felt that from him was whenever he passed away and we were all in the living room that moment. And me and my sister are holding each other and hugging each other, crying. And I just hear his voice say, I'm sorry. Mm. And it just, it's, and it's not like a, it's like a, it's like you feel it and you, I hear it like he would say it. But like, I know like if there was like a recorder, you wouldn't be able to pick up the audio, sure. you know, like I know that, but like, it's something that you feel and, and you know, and I, it's just like, it's just beyond, you know, what, whatever, you know, physical life is. And it's just. It's it was it's so cool like to have those moments and to like just know it and feel it and then you it feels he, he's not gone mm. you know that's that was reassuring to me it's there's something else after all this it's yeah, just that's cool that's interesting that you say you didn't believe in stuff like that until it's, it's and it, it affects Whoa. you yeah oh this this is this is uh, this is real <laughs> yeah because there's yeah because there's other people who are probably are more in tune with it and are able to talk to more people that aren't even like from their close personal lives and perhaps more just open to that possibility yeah more open to that mm. possibility i always just like i don't know where they're pulling all this from mm. i don't know how they know but i don't know it was it was really cool and i really enjoyed it but yeah thank you for asking because i actually haven't really talked to anyone at work yeah, about I'm it curious so. Yeah, it was really nice. And then got home, got to see my boyfriend, and <laughs> we had a we. Uh, it was nice. I, we missed each other. That's for sure. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. What's the longest you guys have been apart? I think when we, I was in Disney World. Okay, uh, with three the four days trip. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, five days or something. Five days like maybe. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he came because I went straight to Midland mm -hmm. from Disney World, mm -hmm. and then he came to see us like a couple of days after that. For Thanksgiving and stuff. How was your weekend? Oh, it was just dandy. Nothing to write home about, I don't think. My son is playing basketball again. Scored a basket. That's what's up. Basket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what uh, position does he play? There's no positions in this like, sport. No, there's okay. no positions right now. Do they now. do full court or half court? It's half. Okay. It's a half court sort of setup. But and they have a big basketball or like a little basketball? A, I think it's a... It's, it's not a tiny bat. I don't know if it's a regulation size basketball. It might be like a youth basketball. That's probably what it is. It's probably. You know, the Rams are five and a half feet off the ground or six feet off the ground or something. I know. They're so little. That's so awesome that he scored, though. Scored a point, so that's cool. Did you feel like a proud dad? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was neat. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but hey, I found some little news stories. You know I'm a news guy. Yes, I know you news, love the news. Yeah. News junkie. I found a few stories because like, I do some news on the morning show. Yeah. I found some stories that I, uh, either they just didn't fit in with my time or maybe this first one might be a little too scandalous oh, okay. to even mention. But I thought, I thought you'd appreciate it. Justin, when you see a 
car and someone's just revving the engine and they drive real fast. Is that sexy? No. Turn it, that turns you on? It's actually the most annoying thing. Okay. Yeah, that person has a small PP. Okay. Well, <laughs> Nothing uh, sexy about that. According to a new study, it's not very shocking here, Justin. You kind of hit the nail on the head. Men who think they are below average, down below, yeah, like fast cars. That's the study. So this study took, it's from the University College in London. Mm -hmm. They took a whole bunch of guys and they all told them an average size of a male penis. Yeah. They, they told them all different sizes. Person A, they said, hey, four and a half. Person two said five. They were all over the board with what the average was. And then the men had to see how they measured up to whatever average they were told. Yeah. And so for all the men who felt like they were below average of whatever they were told, mm -hmm. they all said that they liked fast cars. They asked them, <laughs> like, they asked, like, how do you like 50 different things? Okay. But most of them said they love fast cars. If a man was larger than whatever average they were told, they were less likely to like fast cars. Interesting. So if you like fast cars, you might you might have a small one. Right. I mean and, and you know that's the most important thing to a man. It is. It, it really is. is. That's why people say, oh, he's compensating for something. They did not study like jacked up lifted trucks with big tires. I'm interested in that study. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> because true that's too, another yeah. thing. Yeah. With the hanging ball sack on the bottom of it. Have you seen those trucks? Oh, with yeah. the swinging metal ball sack? Some truck nuts. Yeah, truck nuts. I've seen there's this gas station employee he'll film outside the gas station window when someone in a giant truck pulls up to fill up their tank and he's like, All right, tall or short, tall or short, and they jump out. It's always a, a short, short guy. guy. Always a short guy. And then he films them like jumping back up into oh. like after they get in there it's always the tiny guy that's hilarious so that's interesting yeah so you Every, like fast cars uh not, not, not no really. i mean the no. slower the better yeah i'm fine whatever <laughs> all right wait what's the average size i did not look of a male up. peen you know I, I, uh, three inches right yeah three three three's average right is it right th that's right. um soft huh excuse soft. um hard, uh Aver Hold on, let me Google average. Googling on a podcast. I should have done this myself. I feel like I've heard it's like five, maybe five-ish. 5.16 inches. Of course, guys want to put in that 0.16. We can't just say five. No, 0.16. Okay, yeah, and that's erect. So 5.16 inches erect mm -hmm. long. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Let me get a tape measure. <laughs> have you ever measured? Uh, so I have this other story here. <laughs> so there's a restaurant. It's in a small town called Coventry, Connecticut. This new restaurant's stirring controversy. So this town has been wanting a good breakfast spot because other two breakfast spots closed down recently. So they need a new one. And one has finally opened up, but residents are not happy with it because of its name. The name of this new breakfast restaurant is called Woke Breakfast and Coffee on Main Street. What's wrong with that? Great question. So in woke, um, it's spelled with the sunny side egg as the O. Oh, that's cute. cute. Love cute. it. I want to so go. The word woke is very polarizing right now across political lines, Justin. Um, woke is something that uh, people on the right accuse people on the left of being. It's like, oh, we're going to change the M&Ms because they're too sexy or something or we're going to add more M&Ms. I know. Or, yeah. Like yeah, woke yeah. means to be you aware know, of. Injustices in some form or fashion. Yes, exactly. And, you know, one side of the aisle doesn't like wokeness. They're anti-woke. So woke is a very 
polarizing word. Okay. And so a lot of people are boycotting the new restaurant. They're tearing them apart on social media. And so the new owner was interviewed for like a local newspaper. It turns out the owner, her name is Carmen Quiroga. She's a Mexican immigrant. She had no idea about the controversy around this name. She had no idea. Well, also, it's like for breakfast, you're right. awake. That's right. I woke up. Woke up, breakfast, and coffee. That's what they serve. Yes, and so exactly. And it also goes with yolk. Woke, uh, yolk. Woke, woke breakfast. And so she said once someone pointed that out to her, she had already opened. She had like, she has the sign up on the building. She has her menus printed. She has like uniforms and coffee mugs. She spent so much money, she can't change the name. So hopefully people- She shouldn't in, have to change the no, name. So hopefully people in Co- Coventry give- Give her a break. Oh, this is where? It's in Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> Those people are not woke in Connecticut. Well, uh, actually, this town, it's uh, politically purple, meaning it's not really red, it's not really blue. Like, one election they vote all Democrat. One election they vote all Republican. They kind of like Interesting. It's a purple state. But for people to have a problem with the name mm. are probably not woke. Oh, no, it means they're asleep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That means that, the, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another one. So how frustrating is it? Have you ever been on like vacation from work and then someone will ask you to do something? Like they'll me- email you or they'll call you or they'll message you. I'm sure people listening, this has happened before. You yeah, go on exactly. a vacation. Yeah, exactly. I'm not working. I'm not I'm on there. Vacation. Uh-huh. I'm not going to answer my emails. Nope. I'll, I'll get back to you on Monday. Exactly. When I'm, I'm not going to type up anything. So maybe what this one company in India is doing will catch on around here in the States. So it's a fantasy gaming company. They're called Dream 11, and they are now fining employees the equivalent of $1,200 US if they contact someone who is on vacation. So, like, Justin, if I sent you an email while you're on vacation, yeah, I would get a fine for $1,200. Wow. Because I'm disturbing you on vacation. This is your time. This is your mental health break. This is your time to reset. And so they've said it's been pretty good. It's really helping with employees' work-life balance. And they haven't said, like, how many fines they've issued so far, but they said it's been effective. Well, that's good. But that also, you could have some very important question. Sure. And it doesn't take too much time to reply to it. No. But I do get that it's disturbing work, and then your head is back at work yeah. whenever it should be somewhere not. And also, sometimes, like, there's times when maybe someone knows that I'm on vacation, or if I know they're on vacation, still might send an email back and forth just so that once they get back, they can check it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. if, I, if I'm thinking about something right now, I'll be like, you know what? Robert's on vacation, but I'm going to email him about such and such. Yeah. Whenever exactly. he gets back, I don't need the answer right now. No, definitely. But he'll have it whenever right. he gets back. So yeah. that's just one kind of interesting thing um, to do. But then also another job related thing. Last story. Last okay. Story. Um, employees need to be really careful about working like a remote job. Working remote is very popular. Does your boyfriend work, work remote? Uh, no, he has the studio too. His studio. That's mm-hmm. nice. I know. I was like, we both have studios. But like, That's do a lot, crazy. Of, a lot of your friends trying to like work, still work remote as much as they can and stuff like that? They enj- no, I think they like going to the office. I really do think that. So there's a woman. Her name is Carly Bessie. And she used to work for an accounting firm in Vancouver, Canada. And she recently sued them for wrongful termination. She claims they owed her $5,000 in unpaid wages. But the company countersued her and claimed that she owed them money because they said that she was fired for time theft when she was working at home. She was just claiming she was working a lot, but she really wasn't. And so the company took her to court over that. And she said, nuh-uh. 
And the company said, yeah, and the company came with receipts because they use a program called Time Camp yeah. on her work laptop. It's a tracking software to tell if you're working or not. It can distinguish from things like if you're just watching videos to make sure your screen doesn't go on screensaver. Yep. Uh-huh. You can tell if you're typing, if you're in the work program. Big Brother's always do. watching. That's right. And so they said, actually, they showed some of her times. And one month, Carly claimed she worked 51 hours more than she really did. They broke it down. Wow. It's like on her timesheet, she wrote X amount of time, 60 hours. Exactly. But really, she only worked eight hours that month. You know? Oh. And so her excuse was, you know what? I print, I'm print. i an accountant. I'm going to print things off and just work off the paper. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we can track your printer too. <laughs> oh, shoot. They were like, you didn't print anything. And so she has to now pay the company $2,000 in wages in the next 30 days. Damn. She got caught. I wonder what she was doing while she wasn't working. Uh, a little bit of she everything. Was, she was watching Orange is the New Black. She was doing a yoga class. Decided to watch Friends see, uh, season one, episode one. Absolutely. That's hilarious. It's so funny. Well, I, you know, she she lied. and She lied. She got caught. Mm-mm-mm, girl. Does, does, you got to work. I mean, you know, what we do is so different. You know, we do like a morning show, so we have to have like a conversation. It's hard to have a four-hour conversation live on the radio when you're on Zoom and everything's delayed. But would you like to work remote? Like if you were in a different job, would you like to work remote? No, because I've always had the fantasy of being able to go uh, to a nice, big, beautiful building that's mm-hmm. not mine or that's not my home and mm-hmm. seeing all my coworkers and going to the coffee machine and Going to a nice boardroom meeting. Go and for the culture. Lunch. Yeah, the I like the culture of work. I like seeing coworkers because I don't. I'm well because I'm an extrovert. Totally. If I'm home alone by myself, I'm not going to feel like yeah. I'm living. And yeah. I also have FOMO. I want to see everybody. Right. What about you? you? See the new would haircut? you rather work from home? I think I would like a hybrid schedule. A three days in the office, two days at home, or something like that. I think I'd like that. That's probably a good balance. Yeah, I feel like that would that would actually be you know, ideal. Give me two or three days at home, the other I'm at work, whatever it is, and it can flip-flop, whatever. Oh, you know, this week I actually, I've got some meetings. I need to go in four days this week. Whatever. When we you know? were in, for the pandemic, though, you were always in the studio. There was like the first couple months I was at home, and gosh, I hated it. And then I eventually started coming to the studio, um, which was great. I love that. So my work life didn't What was the decision ton. that changed you to go to the studio? I think they just gave me the green light that I could. Oh, that you could go? So you really could Because we were all doing Zoom, so you are able to... Right. And, and, you know, it's just like some stuff I was doing, like if I was running kid TV, I can't really do that from home. Um, I don't know. There was just like, and there was only maybe Anna, it was either Anna or you were in the studio. And I was like, yeah, we switched and Anna was so nice. She was like, Hey, I've been able to work from home. Mm -hmm. You should be able to be able to work from home. So we, we switched. Yeah, it was nice. So like there was one of you guys like in our canal side lounge or something. Yeah. And then it was just like me, Trey and Robert and Cammie and we all kind of have really far apart desks and stuff and <laughs> Yari would keep you out yeah, distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. But I bad. remember being locked in the freaking canal mm-hmm. and I was like, well, the coffee machine's right there. So I <gasps> still want to go get coffee and they're like, Justin, you can't be getting coffee in here without a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like, did have like a big so, mask thing at our, at our work and so, stuff. I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> but I can't hey. believe that. I, me, I was talking to Anna about it too. I was like, I don't think I really relish the time that COVID gave us to just be at home to do nothing. You know, I, I think if you were gainfully employed at the time, you may not have realized how great this was to kind of slow down and relax a little bit. But there was a lot of people that didn't have jobs and it was extra stressful 
you know, on top of that. So like, yeah, for us who have been able to keep our jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, we probably well, look no, back because and... I was still going out to the bars. Oh, <laughs> and I was still with the gays going to pool parties because oh. it was during the summer too. Like yeah. I was like, "What is this quarantine thing?" Like I'm seeing all my friends. <laughs> We're all going to people's houses, staying outside and stuff like that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't know. I I didn't like stay home. It was like I I haven't seen anybody in two months. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, still. I still think you lie when you say you've never gotten COVID. I, I, still, I still think you lie. You, you are you calling me a liar? I am. I well, still I don't believe it. I'm a hundred percent truther. So <laughs> I just don't, never. I don't see how. Never tested positive because it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Duh. We've yeah. had this argument before. You're right. You're right. Do you want a story, Nick? Yeah, always. Hit Do you want to know a male secret? Yeah. Is it a, is it a gay secret? No, it's not. Oh. No, this is just the male secret. Okay. You know what you do when your wife's away at the house? I mean, I know what I do. What do you do? <laughs> I sleep. <laughs> is that it? I go home and I legitimately, I sleep. Well, according to this study from University of Michigan, many men will cheat on their diets when they're away from home. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. The, I'll do the, that. Yeah, exactly. I remember because wives always want you want their husbands to eat healthy, bland meals mm-hmm. just so they can live longer and look mm-hmm. better for them, you know? Sure. But then when they're away, they're like, I want the buffet. Give I want me- the wing stop. Yes. Drowned in ranch. Yes. I remember you telling me that too. You're like, I might go to lunch and not tell anybody and get wing stop. <laughs> 100% I would do that. Yeah. And you know what? It, that got a, to be a problem. And so at the beginning of every year, Justin, and I always say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. So I've started doing know. that. been trying to eat healthy starting now and doing a little bit more Starting exercise. today? And no, the last couple weeks. Oh, okay. So I got to eat healthy. Then you got to do exercise. Good for you. Are you getting mm. on your Peloton? Get on the Peloton. Peloton has weight classes so i've been doing a strength class so if you see me come in with these just huge biceps okay doing strength class look at those arms yeah. barely fitting in that shirt yeah yeah mm-hmm. there you go belly's barely fitting in there too <laughs> <laughs> was it i am i've been doing dry january yeah i'm easy easier than well you've done it before i've done it before it is easier than i thought it was going to be i would say the first two weeks were sad <laughs> I was just like, I wish I could have a drink right now. So what do you do if you're going out with friends and stuff? Is that I, really hard? Uh, no, actually, because I just order a soda water. My problem is, is, though, is that I drink fast. So I'll drink my soda water real fast. I'm like, I don't want to go to a bar. Wait five more minutes so I can get another soda water for a bartender to roll their eyes at me because I'm not, I don't have to tip How them. much do they charge you for that? Free? But they're usually free. Okay. If they're a dick, they'll charge you $3 for a soda water. Right, right, right. And I also found this out. How much do you tip for a drink at a bar? You know, I've always just thought a dollar a drink. If That's what I thought too. If it's like an intricate, if I, if it's a beer, a dollar a drink. Right. If it's like a whiskey Coke, that's a simple a drink. That's a dollar a drink. Right. But if it's some fancy, if it's an old fashioned, if it's a Moscow margarita milk, shaken maybe, with pineapple juice, maybe $2. $2. Right. Okay. How about this? The order is three shots of. Fireball mm-hmm. and two soda waters. Oh boy, do I have to do a dollar a drink? I'd probably try and do a dollar a drink, maybe or a dollar per alcoholic drink. What what what's the? I said a dollar. Yeah, what's the standard? But then the bartender looked at the tip and laughed. It was like only one dollar. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, it's not hard to pour three shots. Three tiny drinks. Three, yeah, they're, you're pouring it, and then the rest are two free soda waters. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. And you're not that busy. Mm. Like, what are you talking about? So did the uh, server suggest a tip amount? Um, No. Okay. So then we just added two more dollars, so it was three total. Right, right. But it was like, how? Like, what are you getting yeah. snappy about? But I guess bartenders are going to not be happy with a dollar if it's... Or three shots that are yeah. fireball. Yeah. So now I'm trying to see it. My t- oh, you gave one dollar for that entire thing. Yeah, three three fireball shots and two soda and waters. You tipped one dollar. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would probably do one per drink. So you're saying three five dollars? Three bucks. Oh, three. Since $3. the waters are free, I don't know. Maybe right. four or five. I I do at least one dollar per. But this is this drink. is this is how you do a fireball shot. You oh, pour yeah. it in, pour it in, pour it in. Oh yeah, no, I get it. I get it. How would you feel? We've talked about this before. If we eliminated tipping and paid servers a fair wage, like if because servers are making what two dollars and fifty cents an hour plus tips. Yes. How would you feel if the employer started paying them ten bucks an hour, no tipping, but then that made your drink, you know, twenty percent more expensive or something? Well, so I used to be a waiter uh-huh. at Texas Roadhouse, and. Looking back at me being a waiter, I would not like that mm-hmm. because there are some really giving people out there that will tip you $20, $20 on a $6 tap. Right. They'll also tip you $200 on maybe like a $50 tap if they like your energy, mm. if you're a good server and you provide a great service. You know? Yeah. So you are able to make more money than you would if it was all standard. This sure. is how much I'm getting paid. So I do like that. And I think as a waiter, you get that opportunity taken away from you. You're not going to be happy. True. Yeah. That's but interesting. if you're a terrible waiter and you're not getting tips, then I think you would appreciate like that, that a lot more. Yeah, because I know in a lot of countries that don't have tipping, uh-huh. sometimes if you tip, it's like an insult. They don't they like won't take it, which is weird. What are yeah. you not going to take uh, this extra money, money I'm that I'm you? giving you? But yeah. it's kind of like you know, they have a job; they're already getting paid for their job. What What do you mean you're going to give me? It's almost like belittling to them. Do you also add money to a gratuity? If it's included, like if you're going out with a table of ten people and they add the twenty percent already, mm-hmm. no. Oh, okay, because we did that, and we were like, the waiter was working really hard for right. us, but they included a grat for everybody, mm-hmm. and the grat was like. I don't know, $8 for each person. And mm-hmm. I was like, I honestly would have given him $15 if oh, I, the grat was included. So I would have tipped him more if they didn't do that. Yeah, I think I think that does depend. You know, recently I went somewhere, there was a group of, I don't know, 15 of us, 16 of us. And we were literally, the we went to a very early dinner because we were going to see a comedian. So it was really early and not great service. Took forever, took a long time to get a drink of frozen margaritas from the machine in a water took like 15 minutes. Right. So I probably would not have gone above whatever he included in the Because the service wasn't great. Service wasn't great. And that's like another thing that I'm realizing about our world and here in America and the service industry is that we... Go, we like to go to restaurants. It's a fun thing to do mm-hmm. to go be waited on by people, yeah, and for them to ask us what we want and for us to pr- present that in front of our we face. We sit there, they cook it, and it's, they bring it to us. It's actually a big ass luxury oh, for yeah. us to go do that, even if it's Chili's or Applebee's or whatever. It's a luxury to have someone come over and ask you what you want and provide that for you, yeah. But we go in and we're snooty. So rude to As him. like, you know, I know that person's busy because it's hard to find servers t- these days. Mm-hmm. And so we'll go in there and I, I'm, I'm a vic- 
I, I've done this myself and been like, where's our freaking waiter? Like mm-hmm. we've been here for 10 minutes and no one's here waiting on us. And I'm like, I look at myself. I'm like, why am I complaining? Like I'm, I should be lucky to be able to sit here and be waited on, you know, totally. Even though it is annoying because like, Someone should be over here asking yeah. me what uh, I want to drink. Where's my food? Yes. Why do I not have a drink in my hand? And then I think every everyone is um, my employee at that point. Right. You yeah. Know? They work for me. They work for me because I'm trying to pay them. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting to think of that that way. Yeah, we're spoiled I'm like, here. We are very spoiled, but also it's like I shouldn't have this attitude complaining about where's our waiter or they got something wrong. And I, I'm, 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 I'm looking at that through other people where I see how they treat waiters now, mm-hmm. and it really is a testament of what kind of person they are. Sure. When we went to that party where I would have given that waiter a fifteen dollar tip. And then I'm thinking, I, I thought about it after, later, I was like, I could have just added $7 to the tip because it allowed for me to do that. But I didn't because I was like, the grats are already included. Sure. I think I'm good. Go. Then I felt bad like two days afterwards. Mm. And then Daniel was like, my boyfriend, he was like, well, we're never going to have to see him again. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. But we're with a group of people at this party. They're all talking to each other while the waiter's trying to get everyone's meal. And the waiter doesn't want to interrupt people's conversations, so they just like have to wait there yeah. while people are done talking yeah. to go in. And then it's like, hey, do you know what you want? And they're like, oh, wait, let me look at that menu. So now they're looking at the menu to figure out what they want when they've had 30 minutes to, to figure it out. It out. Yeah. And they were already 30 minutes late. So <sighs> I'm just like, this is, it was, I was so frustrated. At and that that's dinner. all on that waiter's time. Yes, he, all he, that waiter. And then other people are at another table, like, where's our waiter? Like, yeah. we need our drinks. Yeah. For sure. And then, you know, it really grinds my gears when I'm with the group of people that don't know how to behave at a restaurant is when, whenever the waiter comes with 10 plates of food, everyone suddenly forgets what they ordered. Yes. Who had the fish tacos? Everyone's silent. Who had the fish tacos? After a minute, it's like, oh, oh, that was me. Gosh, that drives me crazy. Like, yes. let's look, let's make sure percent Yeah. And then they act dumb. Like, that's not what I got. And then mm-hmm. they'll speak up like, oh, I got that. It's like, who? Yeah. No, or they're all talking to each other, not listening to the waiter, and or you have to yell, yeah. fish tacos, everybody? Are y'all like paying attention? There's someone here. Yes, frustrating. Or when the waiter comes, like, can I get y'all anything? No one's looking at the waiter except you. You're like, hey, can I get a drink? And the waiter goes and go gets you your other drink. And they're like, where's the waiter? Like, I yeah. need another drink. They were just here, mm. and you did not even say anything to him. Like, it, this... Mm. It, it's it's very frustrating to go out, especially when, and that's why we're low on servers because no one wants to deal with us. Yeah, you know when they're, it, I mean, you know, certain industries have low employment right now, but a lot of people say nobody wants to work. Well, we're at like record low employment right now. It's like we're doing really good. It's just certain industries haven't gotten their act together on certain things. And I think it's uh, incumbent on us, just like you were just saying. It's incumbent on the customer. If you're really frustrated that the McDonald's is slow because they don't have enough workers, let's just be nice to everyone that works there, and maybe more people will want to work there. Yeah, that's true. If you're just rude to the to the bare, the the minimum wage fast food worker, then they're probably going to quit. Exactly. And then that, and then that place is going to be low on staff and they're not going to be able to fulfill everything they could. It's incumbent on us to be nice uh, uh, people and treat people with respect and dignity. They don't want to be there doing your fries. I'll tell you the last place I want to work is the McDonald's drive through because yeah. I've seen people get into fights because they <laughs> are missing one chicken nugget. Totally. You know, or did you see that video where the guy put a 
zip, not a, a zip tie on a girl's arm and oh, try to pull her try in. To pull her through. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. It's Scary. dangerous there. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to be in the service industry, stay away from the cheap places because <laughs> the rich places, like the expensive $5 chick ching or f- five chick ching signs restaurants uh-huh. on Google, <laughs> they be leaving $200 a table. Right. Tips. Yeah. We went, I went with Daniel and his like coworkers to a Christmas dinner. The tab was $1,000. None of us are paying because mm-hmm. he's got a rich ass boss. Mm-hmm. The tip alone was $200. And the girl had like five other tables. Oh, yeah. Homegirl's leaving. Yeah. She's probably getting paid more than doctors. Probably uh-huh. not. But, you know, still good freaking yeah, money from good. one day. To keep your clothes on. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. You know, one last question and then we'll go, Justin. We may have talked about this before, but I can't remember. If you could open a restaurant, what would it be, Justin? I want a bar and grill. You want a bar and grill? Yes. I want, and I just, I want just delicious food, fried Brussels sprouts, chicken wings, burgers, loaded cheese fries. Give me, give me a vibe. Like, what's it look like? It looks like... Uh, Is I'll, it like a dark Londony pub? Is it yes. a bright, It's wood, dark, dark wood, neon signs, okay. a karaoke, uh, party karaoke booth, you know, Fun. a stage, drag brunches every <laughs> Sunday... And uh-huh. I want it to be attached to a big building so residents who live there can come down. There you go. And chill and have a good time. Built-in customers. Yeah, uh, tower mimosas. Mm. Um, wood is what I'm going for, but like I want it chic. I'll have my um, my beautiful boyfriend design mm-hmm. it because he's an. So what do you, what do you think your restaurant would be known for? Like, oh, you got to go to Justin's restaurant. They have the best. It's the vibe. The vibe. The best the vibe. vibe. You go in for the good vibes and good food, good drinks. Yeah. The good stuff. Mm-hmm. The goods. I what about you. yours? I would want to open a like old school breakfast diner. Oh, yes. I like the diner, and I want to name everything on the menu is named after a friend. Like, what's the just? If someone comes to my diner and orders the PTJ, it is. What do they get? Okay, they're gonna get biscuits that are all cut up, mm-hmm. then covered in scrambled eggs, Ooh. then covered in um, bacon, bacon that's crumbled up as well. Mm-hmm. So it's biscuits, eggs, bacon. And then covered in gravy. Wow. Okay. I could sell that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's nine seventy five right there for sure. Yeah. The 100%. Justin scramble. I think. I think that mine would just be like a breakfast sampler. Like I want pancakes, eggs, your choice of meat, and you definitely have to have hash browns and fruit. Yeah, you can have a fruit there too. Throw fruit on that. Yeah, don't that, charge. That'd be for that. mine. That'd be mine. So that's a good one. Yeah, I don't and know what I name. And a free mimosa. Free mimosa when you get there. Mm-hmm. And I think we would be like, I want to have the stupid attraction that like Guy Fieri comes and tries. I want to have like uh, foot wide cinnamon rolls. Like I want to have like something ridiculous. The biggest, like an entire loaf of French toast. Like I want to just have something over the top. Oh wow! Yeah. Maybe like a giant. Maybe like the roll. biggest breakfast burrito and sell it for like forty dollars. Like yeah, that'd be good. Oh, I love a breakfast burrito. Yeah, it's like a little challenge. You get a T-shirt if you do it. Have you? So have you been to any cute? old classic breakfast diners uh maybe once or twice in my life but not enough have you been to lucky's no on cedar springs no i lived right next to it before i moved in with uh, my boyfriend but it was right um uh 10 seconds away from walking distance from me lucky's diner it's oh but it's they it's not only breakfast they sell dinner too and it's open from like 6 a.m till 9 p.m or something like that they're always open 
it's always crowded too. Yeah. And I went there a couple of times at the beginning, hated it. Mm. Disgusting. <laughs> they do not know how to make a club sandwich. Oh no. So I was pissed off. And then my friends dragged me to go again and I ordered some other food items and they were actually bomb. Okay. So it's like, you have to know the menu. Sure. Some restaurants have like terrible items. Uh-huh. You got to figure out which ones. Yeah. You got to figure it out. Gotta figure it out. Oh my God, I'm hungry. I know. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Justin, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Any giant plans? I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. our last weekend in dry January. So that's hopefully, for sure. Yeah. And then Wednesday, I'm opening up a bottle of wine. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's not, that's champagne. Thunk. Yeah, what I does guess. wine sound like? I think it, no, I think it sounds that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing either. We'll figure it out. It's going to be fun. All right. Until next time, I'm Nick Adams. And I'm part-time Justin. And don't forget to shut shut up and listen. listen. It's Justin and Nick. They're on a podcasting kick. They're going to talk a lot, so shut up.